he had dreams that his young daughters were um, coming back to the family as well as he talked about feeling their presence um, around him while they were gone. Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. Okay, guys, I think we're all set. Welcome, everybody, to another week of the Family School of Thought. Hope everybody's having a really good week. We've had some crazy weather here today. Um, no, wasn't as bad as they were predicting, but we had some really, really heavy storms. Yeah. Um, thunderstorms and we were under a tornado watch most of the day oh wow yeah and it got really rough there for a minute Mm -hmm. how about you Cass how's the weather out there pretty overcast but that's about it it's kind of cold today it was 45 degrees it was like 70 degrees here yeah kind of warm which Which made it even more Feel like her tornado was gonna come, yes but. right yeah it was warm weather super windy but lots of thunderstorms throughout the day good okay we're gonna get started Dee's not here quite yet but um i think she's on her way but we're gonna get started without her if everybody's okay with that yeah okay Cass, you know get home. we'll know when she gets here yes um, Jess, you want to get us started with some uh, yes. Yeah. Um, history unexplained mysteries. This one is the um, the umbrella assassin. Um, though assassins were common were very common during the Cold War, which stretched almost 50 years. Few are perhaps as unique as the assassination of Georgi Markov a renowned Bulgarian author and BBC broadcaster. In 1978, Markov was waiting for his bus near Waterloo Bridge when he felt a sharp pain in his leg. Three days later, the author was dead, um, taken by a burning fever in his Dorset home. Investigators say that witnesses near the bus stop saw a heavyset man drop an umbrella at his feet and seemingly flee into a taxi. A further examination revealed that the umbrella contained a hidden mechanism capable of injecting a lethal dose of resin into the target. Though British and Danish detectives eventually identified their main, their main suspect as Francisco uh, Gulani or Gulino, I'm gonna not get that name right, but um, a Bulgarian secret agent. They failed to successfully detain the man due to lack of hard evidence. Four decades later, justice for Giorgio Georgi Markov remains the elusive as elusive as his killer, and no concrete explanation for has surfaced as to why he was marked for death. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sorry I got the main suspect's name. It's Francisco. Francisco. I think I've seen say. that um, uh, uh, umbrella theory in the movies before. Where they had poison. Well, there's also it. a theory of, for the JFK killing that there was a man with an umbrella. Yeah. And they think it was an umbrella assassin. Right. Um, I, actually, that's what I thought you were going to get into. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So and, that's a, and it was, you know, it was obviously before, but, you know, it's kind of right. still around that time. So, yep. That's all. Awesome. I don't know. I got to say, you know, I'm not really too impressed with the history unexplained mysteries. Like some of them are, they're just like too detailed for what it is. And it's just not really, I, I don't find it that interesting. So they're kind of a hard. couple. There's been a couple of good ones. But. There's been some good ones, definitely, but uh, not as many as I thought there would be. So, hmm. eh. and we're only in March. So, yeah. There you go. All right, Cass. How about Cass? Are you having finding it harder and harder to come up with a song every week? Yes, actually, I am. And it literally, I had a song planned 
out all week. And then as I was like kind of researching it today, I was like, I've done this song already. Oh, no. Um, so I was like, oh no. And so I had to pick another song. Um, so yeah, I am finding it a little bit difficult, but it is kind of fun looking up more right, songs. Because right. most of the first couple were like ones that I had already known about. Yeah. Cool. I know the people out there, they like both of you guys' you know, parts. That's good. They enjoy oh, good. It. I'm glad yeah. that people are enjoying it. I just yeah, like I have one, like the one for today's day is the Loch Ness Monster. Like I think everybody's heard enough about that. Like, I don't they did a perfect day for that. Because did you see somebody in your town made a big, a fake one, but because we have so much water. Oh, yeah. So it, it's near my house. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a cool idea. Yeah. Like, it why is, did it think so. I, I guess I, you know, I didn't think about the one. We drove by it the other day. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just, you know, the Loch Ness Monster. I mean, everybody's heard of that. It's not really new information. So. Right. I mean, it made it into the Twilight series. Right? <laughs> well, I think there's a new story, a new angle on it now. I, I don't know. Okay. Okay, Cass. Hit us with that song. All right. Well, so this song is, like I said, very, I did have, I had to do it a little quickly just because I was already doing something else. Um, but so it's not very creepy and it's not very hidden facts kind of uh, song, um, but it is the song Last Resort by Papa Roach, which became really, really popular in the early 2000s, um, near 2010. Um and the whole song is about uh, if I commit suicide, would you care? Um, which I find like the fact that it was like a top top charting song for like a really long time. Uh, a lot of people would use it as their like gym in their like gym mixes to like pump them up and like it's got a good beat and it's great for that. Um, but the entire song, <laughs> there is no hiding the fact that it is about somebody trying to commit suicide and literally saying. Um, cut my arm into pieces. Um, if uh, this is the last resort, this is my this is my last resort. You know, um, yeah. and I don't care. Uh, and so it's so strange that it is kind of a very popular song. Um, um, people do use it in really strange ways. I was gonna say, I worked out at the gym to that a lot. Yeah, go work outside. Well, I think it's just that that uh, the rhythm and the beat of it, but yeah. It's a catchy song too. I know. And then the thing is that I, like I say all these things, like I did that too. I remember, I'm pretty sure um, when I was in high school, when I played basketball, um, we constantly had like music that we would run out to right. um, on game days. And I'm like, I'm like 80% positive that this song was the one we ran out to all the time. Yep. So it is just so strange that we kind of decided to like turn. Yeah. So yeah. Like, it really is, it really like, is. suffocation no breathing right cut my life into pieces <laughs> it is a good song and then it's not even like it they like really like oh it's a metaphor like we're hiding like different yeah, no, meaning behind it day. one of the lyrics in it is i'm contemplating suicide <laughs> <laughs> oh no no yeah well, it's a song that you oh, were going to do that you already did Another song about suicide, but I was going to do the Adam song by Blink-182, but I have already done it on this channel. Did you? Yeah, you know what? I didn't think so either, but when I was researching it, it was, like, information about how, uh, like, for me, like, I always thought it was about his friend. Like, it was about a high school yeah, friend. No, it was definitely about, well, I always thought it was a high school friend that committed suicide. It, well, that's what I thought too, but it, he, uh, in the like research I was doing, he said that he wrote it about how lonely he felt during tour. And I was like, I remember saying that, like, I remember like talking about how, it, um, he, yeah. this was like me, Tom DeLonge said he like felt super lonely and like all of his friends were like going home to their families and he had no one right. there. I remember yeah. That, yeah. yeah. So. I don't remember it being on oh. one of the songs you did, but. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> Oops. Maybe it was another Blink-182. You did a Blink-182 song. I'm pretty sure I did Adam's song. That's like the only sad song. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. 
Which is what, like, one of my, like, things that I was going to talk about, which, again, we've already talked about this, I but I was going to, like, talk about how, like, it's the only, like, non-spoof song they have. Like, everything else is very, like, don't take themselves too seriously. They're very like, silly. Um, and this is, like, one of their most popular songs, and it's yeah about suicide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do, I mean, we've talked about going to their concert, so that would have been yeah. during that, too. So, I don't know. Well, Dee, I'm glad to see you made it. I've been here, but I was uh, getting stuff around. How was your class? Good. Did you learn anything? It was just on safety, yes. It was all just okay. refresher. Okay. Nothing new. Right. Um, uh, you know, Jess, I think you're up this week. That's all right? Nope. No. Cassius. Cassius. <laughs> um, no. Okay, <laughs> That would have been a fun one. <laughs> I guess I could have gone with it. Because <laughs> didn't you just t- okay? You did last week, so mm-hmm. Cassie comes after you. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, well, are you ready for I a story? What you got just, good for us today? Just said she had a crazy story this week. She, but she told us. Oh, I told you. Do <laughs> you want me to repeat story. it? A personal story. camera. No, no, no. I got it. It's a personal story. I thought you were talking about it. I knew you told us a personal. Anyways, Cass, I'm with you. <laughs> I will say that it did throw me too when she first said that, but that when she was telling the story off camera, I was like, oh, she didn't mean like she thought she had this week. Yeah. Right. No, right. it was something that just happened today. Right. Got it. Well, what happened? All right. Well, I do have a story this week, and it is a bit of a strange one. Sad, but strange. Kind of interesting. I think we'll all like it because it's a topic that I think we've all discussed liking before. Um, But this is the reincarnation of the Pollock twins. Ooh, I have this on my list to do. (laughs) (laughs) Great minds like. Yeah, I know. Well, I think this one's very, very interesting. Um, and it's kind of like, do do you believe it or mm-hmm. not? You know, it's kind of, I can see both sides of the story, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, this is a story about a young family, um, Florence and John Pollock, who have, they had four sons um, before in 1946, their first daughter named Joanna was born. Um, and then five years later, they welcomed a second daughter uh, in 1951, and her name was Jacqueline. Um, The sisters were very close. Um, They did a lot of stuff together. They played together. Um, One of the things was that um, John and Florence ran a milk delivery service, um, so they both worked a lot, and they would have to leave home to work. Um, And so the girls would, um, probably with their brothers, I'm not too sure, lots of the stories barely mentioned the, the other siblings. Um, so I don't know too much information about them. Um, but uh, the children were said to have spent a lot of time at home with their grandmother who would watch them while the parents were away. Um, and they had a very close relationship with their grandmother. But unfortunately, ta- um, tragedy will strike the family on May 5th in 1957, um, when a woman named Marjorie Wynn um, who had just had her children taken away because she had um, tried to commit suicide, um, was driving while intoxicated after overdosing on aspirin and uh, febobarbital, which is an epilepsy drug. Um, She unfortunately was driving erratically and struck 11-year-old Joanna, as well as six-year-old Jacqueline and their young friend Anthony as they were walking um, to church uh, and killed all three children. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, um, This tragedy left the family completely devastated. Um, They moved away from their home in Hexingham, England, um, and moved to a small town called Whitley Bay. Um, The father, John, even though both parents were very devout Christians and in the Catholic religion at the time, reincarnation was considered, you know, an abomination, a sin. Um, It is prevalent in other religions, but in Catholic, um, in Catholic religion, um, it is, you know, not seen as good thing because 
when you die as a good person, you're supposed to go to heaven, basically. Um, but the Father John, who was still very much a devout Christian, said that he believed that his daughters were going to come back to the family. He had dreams that his young daughters were um, coming back to the family, as well as he talked about feeling their presence um, around him while they were gone. Um, he would tell a lot of people that he believed in reincarnation and that his daughters were going to be reincarnated. Um, about a year after the death, um, Florence did become pregnant for the seventh time. And through all, all throughout this pregnancy, uh, John, John proclaimed that he, they were going to have twins and that their girls were going to be reincarnated. Um, this was basically against what doctors as well as family history stated. Neither John nor Florence, uh, either of their families had any sort of history with twins. Um, and doctors claimed that they could only hear one fetal heartbeat so that it was practically impossible that they would have twins. But despite all of it, um, on October 4th, 1958, Florence gave birth to two healthy twin girls. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they named them Jillian and Jennifer Pollock. Um, almost immediately, John and Florence noticed similarities of the girls. Um, they claimed that Jillian um, had the exact same birthmark in the exact same shape and placement um, that Joanna had near her hip. Um, and they also claimed that similarly, Jennifer had... Um, a birthmark on her forehead that resembled a scar that Jacqueline had had gotten from an accident in 1954 when she fell over on top of a bucket. Um, and as they grew, the parents noticed that despite the girls being identical twins, they started to have physical differences. So they, uh, Jillian seemed to be growing much faster than Jennifer um they had different statures um i think there was something that said that jillian um was uh, not club-footed but basically like uh when you're like toes point in can't, i can't think of maybe pigeon toe i don't know um but joanna had the same foot problem and so jillian has this problem as well where jennifer does not um, and their differences started to resemble similarities that they had with their dead older sisters. So Jillian became Joanna and basically took on almost an elderly sister, um, physique. She seemed taller. She seemed older. Um, and Jennifer, who resembled Jacqueline, the younger sister, um, was very short, um, and seemed very um, young and like kind of, it seemed like they had very different mental ages. Um, the girls at one point found toys Toy. that had belonged to their older sisters. Um, and the parents claim that this, you know, is very strange um, and that many children when like multiple toys are brought out, like they'll often fight over toys. Um, but Jillian and Jennifer did not do this, that they automatically went to toys that their older siblings had, um, were basically considered theirs that were bought for um, them. Um, Jillian um, went to Joanne's dolls and Jennifer, um, she wanted to play more with Jacqueline's toys. Um and like, so these instances just kept kind of happening. You could kind of consider them happenstance. You kind of maybe, you know, you know, they are like, no matter what, they are still siblings. So they're going to have some of the same physical features, um, same mentalities. Um, but again, so the family had moved away from their home that the older sisters, Joanna and Je um, Jacqueline, had lived in after the accident. Um, but when John was visiting this town with Jillian and Jennifer later on, um, 
he claims that the girls seemed very familiar with the town and they had never been there. They could point out where the church was. Um, he said that they knew exactly where the old school playground that the other girls had played at was going to be at. Um, and that they seemed very friendly with neighbors that the family used to have, but the girls had never met before. Um, Florence was the more skeptical of the two parents. Um, she was still a devout Christian. She did not believe in reincarnation, but even she said she had a couple instances that seemed very odd and she couldn't explain. Um, one of them was she found the two girls playing pretend one day. Um, and when she walked in, Jennifer was cradling Jillian's head in her lap and stated, the blood is coming out of your eyes. That's where the car hit you. Um, and she, she couldn't explain this. Um, both parents and multiple family members said that both of the girls had strange phobias of cars. They would often have nightmares of being run over by cars. Um, and it seemed very strange to them. Now, these kind of uh, memories um, and events where they seem to be um, seem to be remembering their older siblings' memories. These decreased once the girls turned five. Um, they became very infrequent, um, but even still, both girls were studied by multiple psychiatrists um, around the world. Um, they were visited by a Dr. Banji, who is um, a world-renowned psychiat child psychiatrist um, from India. And I think he claimed that the girls were like um, one of 14 children who, um, whose parents believed they were reincarnated. Um, and he said he found it very strange. Um, and then there was another doctor. Let me see if I can find his name. Um, Ian Stevens. Even Ian Stevenson. He studied their case in 1987. Um, and he was a professor of psychiatry from the University of Virginia School of Medicine. Um, he even wrote a book, Children Who Remember Previous Lives, A Question of Reincarnation, um, where he studied this phenomenon of children having these like memories that they shouldn't have. Um, and so he had both the girls in this study. Um, but again, nothing really of importance happened after they turned five. Um, the only thing that um, happened was in 1981 at 23, Jillian claims to have had a dream where she was Joanna playing in a sandbox at the old family home that she had never been to. Um, so, you know, this kind of is the case that brings up the question, do you believe in reincarnation or do you believe this was parents' grief basically manifesting memories um, onto their children that they, because they miss their daughter so much, did they basically manifest these instances into their daughters? Hmm. Well, hmm. I don't know that we've ever proved. I mean, how do you prove something like that? But right, right. Like, how do you prove they're wrong? How do you prove examples of where that was very seemed like that was true. And it's you know, in many books, it shows kids that have died and come back, or right. So, well, but not was... reincarnation. So I don't know. But I even think, so, like, um, even if reincarnation is real and even if this, you know, is happening, how is it like, it's got to be like a one in 10 million chances that the daughters are reincarnated within a year to the same family. Right. Right. They do say right. that, um, well, I don't say they say it, but I've heard that people that die suddenly reincarnate right away. Like a lot yep. of people that died in 9-11 in the... Um, uh, the towers, yeah. Those they they reincarnated right away. Where if you live a full life, it might be hundreds of years before you re reincarnate. Right. But 
and I've also heard that you reincarnate with the same families. You know what I'm saying? So that you would stay in your family. You might be a great, 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 you know, sibling or something, but right, right. But you stay in that family. I've told you guys this before that my earliest memories, you know, the earliest thing I can remember is wondering why I was with this family. Like, how did right. I get yeah. here? Why, why, I, like, I, I felt like maybe I was with, it was by accident, you know, I'm, not, I'm in the wrong family or just like, why, yeah. why am I here? <laughs> you know, how did this happen? So. What I think, I don't know, I just, it's so strange to me, but I also think about, I mean, because they were such devout Christians, I feel like I had, like, there's this connection between this story and then the story, the biblical story of Job, where his entire family is killed by God, and then basically once he's proven to God that he's faithful enough, he is rewarded with another family. So I wonder if John kind of, like I said, he almost immediately said these girls were going to be reincarnated. So I wonder if he believed, like, if he's faithful enough, you know, his family will be brought back to him by God. He put up his own vision board. In 1958. Yeah. I think, I mean... Yeah. That's something too. I mean, I, I, I mean, like what mom was saying too, you hear so many stories, especially now with, you know, the social media and everything that we have, you, you're starting to hear more and more of these stories or it's easier to track down. And um, like, I, I hear a lot of like nine 11 stories now where, you know, kids are saying, no, I died in the twin towers. And then the families are able to locate that person's family, you know, and confirm details and stuff, right. which is crazy. Right. So Right. I mean, yeah, I do think that there's, you know, we, we come back or, you know, we, we, especially if it's would they died at such a young age, that's what I always right. thought too. It's like, they were not meant to die at that time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, whatever you believe in God or any other powerful force was like, nope, let's rewind this and start over. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, it was so suddenly, like, it was yeah. a freak accident, wonder, especially for these children. I wonder, um, <laughs> I've never heard anybody mention DNA, like, if you could. Well, like, that's the thing is that no matter what, they are still siblings. Right, they'd still show up as siblings. Right. Yeah. They'd show know, up but, with the same But it DNA. would be kind of you, cool, like, but the thing is, like, identical twins share, like, identical exactly. DNA, yeah. which I don't well, think that these these two were identical. I mean, they may have looked identical. That's what well, I was just about to say. Yeah. I think that's what, like. Your real relatives through DNA, you know, like, people they have found lost love or lost relatives through DNA they didn't know right. they had. Well, if they. Obviously, they didn't have DNA from those original twins, but if they did somehow, now all these years later, would they share the same DNA as the twins today? Mm-hmm. Right. Sense? Well, yeah. yes, but uh, uh, yeah, I think so because that's the thing is they are siblings, so there's really no. It's going to be a very similar DNA sequence, right? And that's um, I get. I get um, emails all the time because years ago I did that DNA thing. And so I bet once eh, once every couple months I get a email from ancestor.com saying you have a cousin that matches, you know what I mean? So they're able to match DNA. Mm-hmm. Family DNA. You're lucky that you're only getting email from cousins cuz I know somebody who's who did that, and then they got a notification that they had a half sibling that they didn't know about. Yeah. Oh, I know. yes. Or a child. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's that's happening more and more. Yeah. Matter of fact, um, at, off camera, I'm going to tell you a story. Somebody you oh, know pretty well. Do we have a half sibling we don't know about? <laughs> no, it's not you. Not you, but somebody, somebody you know very well. They found out after many, many years they had a brother. Oops. Yeah. 
Are these are the, the twins? Are they still alive? Um. Well, Jillian was twenty three in nineteen eighty one. So unless anything like crazy happened, they would still they'd be, you know. Yeah, they still be, be like seventies, eighties. That's some. I wonder what they, you know, what they really think about. No, not it. so. They'd be around mom and dad's age because they were born in nineteen fifty eight. So oh, they yeah. were born only yeah. like four oh, years yeah. before so, mom yeah. and dad. What? Yeah. Oh yeah, they would be they around would be, my age. If they were born in nineteen fifty eight, they're four years older than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just I wonder what they really you know. Obviously, there's this like conspiracy theory, or you know, whatever you want to call it, about their their life. I wonder what yeah. they really think about it, or right. what, you know, like they have four other, older brothers. What do they think about it? Right, right. That's a, like I I feel like I saw in one of the articles I read where like people were like, why wouldn't the like four other children be questioned about this? Right. Well, and and did they really have? Do any they remember any? Because they were because well because they were older than the two girls and Joanna was eleven when she died, so they well, would have been like twelve to sixteen, or older when the girl when the girls died. When the girls died, yeah, because that could be something too where they could have been older, you know. Right. So they weren't, you know, like Matt's mom. Right. She's like fifteen years older than her brother and sister. Right. So, you know, like they could have been, or like even grandma, she, you know, she's right. so much younger than her siblings, or she was, you know, so that could be something have they ever they done, run around. Have they ever done interviews and asked about it later in life? That I was just trying remember? to, I was trying to Google yeah, that stuff too. And I, can't, I don't like remember that. seeing them on any TV show or talk show and, right. and interviewed. And it would be interesting to know if, you know, because you said that at age five, they don't remember anything else. So, like you say, was it their parents, you know, well, saying, think, oh, just like this and you're just like, you know, you're just like Joanne. They were just well, even that, like, like, that's the age where you kind of they grow they out of, you know, like. Saying like Cassie right. had a lot of imaginary friends when she was younger. You know, like, did were they really imaginary friends, or did she just outgrow and lose that? Well, she still has that psychic powers. She still. Yeah, but I don't see people who aren't there. I know, but did you really see people, or were did, or right. did you have imaginary? That's friends? what we're saying. That's yeah. what we're saying. That's what you know. Like with, I think with everything, you know, like you lose some of that. You know, and they always like every like you lose your psychic. innocence. Like you lose, you lose any kind of psychic ability or any of those kind of like supernatural powers that right. you know, whatever you want to call them as you get older. One, because you're like going to school and you're told not to believe in that or, you know, you just, you grow out of that innocent, naive phase and kind of go off with that. So, but that's something too with, I mean, could you imagine being a twin, like being one of these twins and living your whole life of like, oh, this is like a world known story. I just want to be my own person. I don't want to be my dead sister. You're muted. You're muted. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was just agreeing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what you, you don't want to live in somebody else's, especially a, a, you know, you don't want to live in a ghost shadow. You know, right. like living well, up that's to. that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's what I, I really think. That. I'd be like, this is my story. Right. Well, I really think that's kind of where that, like, the, the parents claim that they never really talked about the the daughter's, this the older sister's death. But, I mean, you've got to, like, so, like, the, this phobia of cars. Like, I can't imagine that, like, their parents would, either of their parents would be very comfortable with their children around, around like, cars, cars anymore. Right. So they'd be very, like, skittish and or, like, Right. fightful about their kids like probably like oh get away from the car get away from the car get more so like obviously that's going to kind of in a child mind be like oh what's wrong with the cars yeah. well, I have seen kids that were like really paranoid of things that are like why would you why? Yeah. Well, I, that's the thing is i don't really know if i disbelieve the story i don't know if i believe the story i can see where it is very much a grief um yeah created thing um, but I also can see reincarnation. I believe in reincarnation, so you know yeah. I'm not going to say it's not impossible. Well, and I think, think you. Who do you think you were reincarnated from? 
Do you have any? Does have any thoughts? A peasant. <laughs> I I don't know. I think I was reincarnated, but I was reincarnated reincarnated like in the. I was. I've always been in fact factuated with um like the 20s you know women that wore the, the flapper dresses what flapper dresses like the like fringy flapper dresses well yeah and then you know the corsets and you know back oh. in those days you know in, in the queen queen's era you know i mean i just Queen really victoria age yeah i really that's think different that than is, 1920s that's very different well, not, not an american like are you talking in, about like 1820s like in a foreign country yeah yeah we know what you're like, talking about but 1920s a queen was not serving no well i know but back in those days i don't know well, Jess, how about you? 1800s. Just off, first yeah. thing off of hand, what do you think you were? I don't know. Like, I can see the Renaissance era being a peasant. Peasant? Yep. That's about it. <laughs> Cass? What about you? Dad? I think I do feel like I was um, a business person. You know, somebody you that I owned my own business and I don't want to say it was a real prominent, but a successful person. And this is my payback because obviously <laughs> I wasn't very nice to my employees or something. <laughs> what's, um, what's his name? I used to you tell were... people that all the time that um, really I'm a really good looking, successful person. This is just a nightmare that I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to say, what was that? God, what is he's like super famous for cheating people out of money? What's his name? Ah, oh. Murdoch. He's like a Mur Murdoch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bernie Madoff. <laughs> mm -hmm. You were somebody like that. Uh, and what do you think, Cass? Do you, you were incarnated as what? I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've ever like. There's not like really a time period that jumps out to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mine's always been Victorian. I mean, just very infatuated with those years. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I if you were, that um... your school goes, so, you know, you, God just brings you back to try to solve more problems or try to make the world a better place. Help you learn your lessons from your past life. Yeah, huh? I, was say, I think there's a lot of credit to like the, the Buddhist religion where each life you're learning something that you need to yeah. know. You know, right. You, right. you have a certain amount of lives that you need and you are supposed to learn something within that time. Yeah, there I is a purpose that, for everything on this earth. That I you, do think that um, if if reincarnation is something that's possible, that you there you spend it with the same group of people. I don't want to yeah, say the same group of people, are, but yeah. sometimes, mm -hmm. like your mother and I, maybe were married in past life, and we're working out issues in this life that from that life. You know, we and so we got Matt was probably my child life. in a past life because that's all I do is just take after him. <laughs> well, maybe the opposite. Yeah. Maybe he had to or take care of you in a past life. So maybe. now it's your maybe. turn. Right, right, right. So yeah, I do think there is something to that, that your purpose here is to kind of work mm -hmm. on issues you maybe had in your past life. But I certainly have many, many times met people in my lifetime where instantly you click, instantly mm -hmm. you feel like you've known them forever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. that's what man. I've had that conversation. We both felt that way, right? First, and, meeting, and I like feel that felt like we known each other for our entire lives, right? right. That's why your dad and I, you know, when we first met, it was like instant, like we instant. knew, yeah, we knew that that's what we wanted for the rest of our life. You know, what I mean, it's like so. Would you guys ever go to get um, through hypnosis to to um, visit your past lives? 
Yeah. Or do you like want I don't know. I feel like some of it is, I mean, yes, I think it would be interesting, but also like what doors are you opening that, yeah, that's true. you know, like, you know, like it's like doing a seance, like what doors, if you're not doing it correctly, you're opening the wrong door. And well, you know, I definitely but, wouldn't have one of you girls hypnotize me. I mean, I would go to someone not? who would. <laughs> a trained hypnotist. Because yeah. there's no telling what you'd have me doing. <laughs> and videotaping it, right? But well, I, you I, want a scandal I, on this channel? That would be right, exactly. Maybe we should have a live hypnosis session. <laughs> you guys know who Doris Cannon is? Mm -mm. No, mm -hmm. sounds familiar. Well, you really should research her. You know, because she's got a ton of stuff on the internet. She's passed now, but back in the '60s, she was a hypnosis. It, she would hypnotize people to quit smoking or eating or, you mm -hmm. know, it was kind of a fad at the time. And she got this one lady um, who was like really, really heavy. And so she was mm -hmm. putting her under hypnosis to stop eating. But it took her a long time to figure out that when she was in under, she was a different person. And what? she figured out, I'm really talking to this person in a past life oh you know interesting yeah right mm -hmm. it's really interesting so mm -hmm. she continued to do this for a while but then the lady got mad you know and said like i don't want to do that you know like yeah kind of freaked her out so she doris developed this whole way of doing this where she could do this with anybody hmm. and um she has a book out one of her books is um, she would channel Notre Dame, you know, mm. so she would, you know, talk to him like she was talking to anybody. But um, but she could take everybody back to their past lives and figure out what it was in their past life. You know, maybe they starved to death in their past life. That's why they can't stop eating in this life. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. You know, but she's really well known in the. I don't know if you call it the spiritual world, but there's tons of stuff. Dolores Cannon, you should look her up. She um, hmm. you know, talks to ETs. She does all kinds of stuff. Um, she, she's the one that says um, that, um, and I probably don't have all this right. I, it is for entertainment purpose only, because um, I'm sure I'm messing this all up. But she would, um, uh, she said that most of the people that you meet in life aren't real. They're fillers. They're called fillers. And they just kind of fill into your life. You know, if you go to the mall, half the people that you're, you know, that are walking around aren't really there. They're they're fake people. They're and simulations. So, well, that's awesome. Yeah. They're like a for product them. of our imagination, you know, kind of a thing. Because well, we and they were there to fit your story, your right. narrative of what you were doing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, we anticipate like, people to be at the mall, so people are going to be at the mall. And you'll never meet them again. You know, they're like a one-time yeah. thing, you know. Right. Thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's really true because I did have a moment when I was in college. Uh, well, so when I was in high school, I went to a concert in, at, in Grand Rapids. And literally, I was like front row, great concert, amazing concert, all that. Like about two years later, when I was in college, I was talking to these people and we were like, oh, we both like this band. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I went to their concert in Grand Rapids. And the person was like, yeah, I went to their concert in Grand Rapids as well. And I'm like, oh, that's really strange. Um, and so we pulled up a picture that had like the, that like the, the venues photographer had taken, like basically the photographer like was on stage taking a picture of the crowd. In the picture, we were literally like two people apart me and this person that we were talking about both going to this concert. Right. Yeah. Wow. And so we, we didn't see each other at the concert. We didn't see any, like we didn't even right. like know each other at the time. They were from, gosh, where were they from? Like Manistee or something like that. We were from, you know, where we're from. And then we both went to college and at, in Mount Pleasant and met in college mm -hmm. and literally we're literally two people apart. Like you can see, like you could see where I was with my friends and then literally two people over that you could see him with that's his friends. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. I think that's like, it's those small, small world moments though too. I, yeah. 
if right. you guys went through your life to like I have had many, at that time. Yeah. Many times when I would get to know somebody and I'm thinking that person was this person from ten years mm -hmm. ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> really? I tell you what, I have been many times. Here's yes. a story for you guys. When Jesse was just a toddler, so Jordan was a little bit older, we went to Charlevoix mm -hmm. and um, we took this boat. I don't know if you guys, if, we, if you remember how it goes, but you kind of go down a canal before you go out onto Lake Michigan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can take this tour boat. So we're waiting. We went and got tickets to get on this tour boat, but then it wasn't going to be there for like another hour. So we had the tickets. So we just kind of wandered around. And um, um, when we came back, there was this old lady um, with a guy that was, you know, older than us and like two kids that were older than you guys. So let's say, I don't, I don't know how old. They, the kids were probably 10 and 12. And the dad was, you know, probably 40. And then this older lady. Mm -hmm. And this older lady was just really snotty and hateful, right? Okay. And so we come up and we get in line to get on this boat. Remember, we had bought our tickets an hour before. And we are uh -huh. just kind of wasting time. And this lady was really mad that we just kind of came up and got on the boat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So she was like, and she said to the guy, like, you know, something, I don't, can't remember exactly, something really sm smart ass about like, oh, they just got to come up and walk and get on the boat, you know, like thing. Mm -hmm. And I stopped because it pissed me off. And you know how sometimes I can say things I shouldn't say. Yeah, I said, okay. I said, hold up. <laughs> Get on, Queen. <laughs> um, I don't know who you think you are, but get on before us, you know, if it's going to make you feel better. And it literally, it wasn't like a crowded bunch of people. It was us, you know. Yeah, right. So, so um, I said, well, go right out ahead. I don't want to take your place on this boat, you know. And so she said, smart ass, you know. And mm -hmm. so we get on and we do the thing. Now, this would have been in... I don't know, 88. Now, who do you think that person was that would relate to somebody we know now? I swear. An old I lady that lived next door to you guys? That particular lady had a brother who had a boat in Charlevoix mm -hmm. that kept parked there. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm sure it was that, you know. So that kind of thing has happened to me several times. Maybe that's why she was so mean to you all the time. <laughs> you know why? Because you took her place on the boat. I often thought I should have asked her about that, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, you should have. Um, <laughs> you, were, you were going to be worried that she'd be like, yeah, I remember that. I don't know how we know. Snotty nose kids. <laughs> yeah. They brought their kids on the boat. <laughs> but well, She um, would have had, she would have had her, well, it wouldn't have been her son's. It would have been grandsons, would have been and, and their her granddaughter and her grandson. So think mm -hmm. about who were about that age at that time. Yeah, right. Well, the granddaughter was a lot older. There was like eight years between them. Okay, I don't grandkids. know what their okay. exact ages were, but but anyways, and I've had that happen to me a lot of times because I've worked, I've lived in a lot of places and worked in a lot of places met a lot of people mm -hmm. that's happened to me a lot where I'm like hey this person you know I think this was that person that would you know type of thing so well, I've gone many places and and run into people and said wow this is a small world because I knew who they were but you yeah. know you are the yeah. kind of person that people remember you somebody you were in kindergarten with would remember you all these years later. I, that's weird. But my teacher, my teacher, we, we went to St. John's. To the Men Festival. Yes. Yeah. And one of my teachers said, aren't you? And I said, yeah. Yo. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Was when funny. was this? Well, that you was do make quite the impression. 
when we I went think to I was in high school. Yeah, He's yeah. gonna say this. That'd be an old, old teacher. Yeah. No, I think it when when I was in high school around that time. It was later because the mint festival didn't start coming until. Mom, I oh, remember guys... going to the mint festival when I was yeah. like Odin's age. Yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, mom. it would have been about that time. <laughs> so. Think about that. Well, a male he's still alive. And I thought he I, really? thought he, I thought he passed. I swear he passed. But I was talking to my friend's mom and she said, no, he's still alive. And I'm going, okay. I didn't think he was alive. So was it, did that really happen or did, was that? No, it really happened? happened. You were with me because you had I the, didn't... you were working for the. You brought it up. Yeah, you were, you had the sandwich shop there. I, I wasn't know. no, it um, wasn't the sandwich shop. No, not no, our sandwich anyway. shop, but a different sandwich shop. I didn't want to yeah. say. Yeah. Mm. We were not, a vendor. Yeah, yes. we you were a vendor and Aunt Bot oh okay. I, yep. <laughs> yep. If you get too many details that are irrelevant. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. I've had that happen many times in life where I think, you know, I you know, what's the odds of that? But I think I knew this person mm -hmm. 30 years ago, you know, <laughs> briefly. And now here we are here. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, one well, of you girls, matter of fact, one of you girls. I don't have a picture of me with them from 30 years ago, but. But you hear all the stories of like couples who meet yeah. later on in their lives and they, they, they're looking through old family photos and they're like at yeah. Disney World when they were four years old. And they're like, yeah, that's me in the background of your picture. Yeah, like they were always in the same place at the same time, just never. Yeah, met. there's, yeah, there's like, my gosh, it was like a famous story, like maybe like two or three years ago where that happened, but it was both of these families who are from like rural towns in America just happen to go to China. And literally, like, yeah. this couple like gets married when they're in their like t early 20s, maybe late 20s. And they both have this picture in front of this Chinese monument. And you can see the other person taking, like, getting their picture taken at the exact same time. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's insane, yeah. Nina. Yeah, that is insane. But, well, I remember always, when, but that's how you got to know, like, uh, this is obviously fate. Like, that we were meant to be together. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you know. You're you met at the right time, too. Because right. I do think that there are people that meet in get into relationships or you know friendships or whatever at the wrong time and it's the right, right. person at the wrong time right. right yeah right 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 yeah i mean i usually have michigan state attire on so i mean always if we go to texas or florida or wherever you run into all these people from lansing yeah. you know I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm from yeah i'm from right you know so it is weird how you kind of come together yeah i mean even for me like it's so strange to me like within the last two years i live out in portland oregon and the amount of people that i have met that are from michigan who moved out here yeah. i'm like it's just so like i never knew anybody who wanted to come out here and now right. i'm out here and like everybody i meet is from michigan yeah i know it's kind of crazy yeah. and there's so many We're more people from you know even from our area that have moved out there that work for big, huge companies out in Portland. Um, or I, I can't tell you how many times I meet people and they say, well, I have a daughter that's in Portland. Like, oh, well, my daughter lives there. My, you know, yeah. yeah. What, yeah. what, when you're talking to these people, Cass, what is and their teachers from our school there? moved out there? I mean, most of it's just like wanting to get out of Michigan. Like, I think it was very much just similar to me. Um, one of my coworkers has like entire family moved out here when he was like 16 um and so like they just wanted to move out here move out west some of them it is for jobs there's a lot of tech jobs here um it's kind of like seattle's like the big tech place um and like but it's super expensive to live there so a lot of like tech businesses are moving down here um but yeah it's just strange yeah it is how about you, Jess? What made you move to where you live? I and what's know. what is the draw for people to move there? I don't. I would not suggest to move where I live. 
Um, they found the right house. I never (laughs) thought I would live where I live, but we found the right house. You know, it's Mm -hmm. odd because our house number has always been associated with Matt's mom and dad. And they're the ones that found our house. And I think that's why it was like, it jumped out to them. Yeah. Um, Cause it's their, their birthdays. And, um, and so that's something that they've always used for, you know, codes and, you know, that kind of stuff. And really, yes. And so um, I think that it jumped out to them, but I know when we walked into our house, it felt like grandma and grandpa's house to me. Like just having the front room and then you know yeah. through the kitchen to the back like family room area. Yeah. Um, so it was like when we walked in, we're like, Yeah, this is exactly what we've been looking for, you know, like exactly what we wanted. So the house was made of what made us move here. But we were supposed to sign papers on a different house somewhere else. Yeah, I remember the that. day that we came to look at this house and um the our the real estate agent was not very happy that we were looking at another house when you know like all the paperwork was done and we were all we had to do was go and sign it for the other house and glad we yeah, got this I'll one say, instead but yeah it happened to us too when we yeah um this house we live in now that we've lived for mm-hmm. 32 years um and it was <laughs> our third house we you know it was our third yeah. house but when we were coming down the street I'm like mm-hmm. that's that's our new house right there. I mean, I didn't even yeah. go in the driveway yet. I'm like, that's our new house. I knew this was mm-hmm. our house. Yeah, and a cranky old lady was sitting in the neighboring house, being like, "I know that guy. He got me out of Now, come on. Yeah, but I mean, we really we looked at a lot of houses and a lot of different areas and different cities and. We end up finding this one and it's been a nice house, but we're ready. You know, we've been ready to, it was supposed to be three to five years living here. But, but think of the benefits. It's been a nice, nice house. Nice neighborhood, house. Yeah. Nice house. Well, when we moved in. Housing market sucks right now. <laughs> yeah. When we what? moved in though, we all of our neighbors were very elderly, you know, and so now it's. Unfortunately, you know, the circle circle of life and, you know, people, well, a lot of the neighbors died and, you know, so it's younger families that are in the neighborhood now. So, or they went to assisted living, but I think most of them died. We see less and less ambulances in our neighborhood than we did. (laughs) (laughs) One one come flying past me tonight on the way home. I'm thinking, Mm. oh my gosh. Probably some accident or whatever from yeah. the the um, storm. The storms. Yeah, I seen there was a huge tree down. I, I didn't investigate over on the other street right behind us. Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. that. And I went, holy camoles. I got it struck by lightning or blown it over. after I left. So there must yeah. have been big, huge winds as soon as yeah. we left. Oh, yeah, if it happened after because you left, yeah. It blew um, my top off of my uh, bins out back. I went. I went out to let Ida. Your umbrella's not up in the backyard, is it? No, I have to buy a new one. I have to buy a new one. Now it's up in the cornfield. Yeah. So I said the the tree was. Let's get back to topic, please. So reincarnation. Mm -hmm. That umbrella is going to be reincarnated. That re- that umbrella has been reincarnated quite a few times now. Yeah, about five. No. We did five. I was, no. say, though, I was gonna say though, but with back with reincarnation, too though, a lot of a lot of couples who are trying to like get pregnant and everything, or they have a miscarriage, it's like they get pregnant right away, and then they're pregnant with twins, and it's like their that's their like sign of like, you know, like this was the baby that we miscarried. And, you know, are lost. And then, you know, um, now we have the next baby too. You know, it's like they're right. they're pregnant with twins rather than just a single. Um, That's an interesting angle to that mm-hmm. because um, Cass was supposed to be born like a year before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm also not a she twin. She was a twin. So. <laughs> 
No, I can say. But when, I was when, supposed to be a boy. They said I was a boy you forever. Were supposed to be boy, so something got mixed up there. But, but you were supposed <laughs> to be boy. A year before that, I said there's a child trying to come into this world, and mm-hmm. they're trying to use us. To it's just do me, this. like holding on to the womb, like. No! <laughs> and so, I said we need to have another baby because this child needs to come into this world it wasn't us bringing a child it was a child needs to come into this world and so but then had a miscarriage yeah 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 so then i said well you know i guess that wasn't meant to be and of course your mother you know she is like oh no we're doing this <laughs> So, so we had her, mm-hmm. and so I, I've, I've always kind of wondered: Are you the same child that didn't work the first time, or are you another? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Cassie's the rainbow baby. She's fine. What's the rainbow mean? Rainbow babies are babies that are born after a miscarriage. Yeah. Oh, it's like the like yeah. you know. No. But are you the same spirit or is the other one or did you kick the other one? You wanted in the world and you kicked the other one out. Wait a minute. It's my turn. <laughs> <Get out of here. laughs> she's she's always been my conqueror. That's so true. It's a, you, know. you have. I'm a little fighter, that's for sure. Yes, you are. My little fighter. I think you and I are describing me as different fighters. Because I'm like ready to fight. You're like, she's conquered so many things. I'm so ready. (laughs) Wow, come on. Fight me, fight me. (laughs) My snuggle buddy. For sure. That's the kind of fighter she's wanting to be. Yep, that's what I'm (laughs) So you girls would or wouldn't go to a meeting or some facilitator that could take you to a past life. I would like to see it if I trusted the person. Like right, yeah, yeah. and that's yeah, that would that would be a big thing if I could trust the person. But also, like once I've seen one past life, I'm like, well, what was the one before that? And then I, I probably want to know all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, and I don't know that I'd want to do that because maybe I had a better past life, or maybe I didn't have a past life, and then it would make me sad, or it make me angry. It would just make you realize what the lessons you're supposed to be learning in this life. Right, Right. things would make a lot of sense in this life if you knew what you struggled with in your past life. Right, or the opposite. Honestly, I think I don't know what life it was, but. I probably was, hmm, maybe I was wealthy and took advantage of people. And, you know, mm-hmm. now in this life, it's like everything's going to come hard for you. You have to struggle. You have to, you know, mm-hmm. to make, or, you know, is a lesson from a past life. Right. I do feel that. I said, it seemed like in, like when I said, I come from a Victorian type I feel that I was wealth, very wealthy, and I and I took advantage of it, and now I struggle. Didn't for treat it. people nice, yeah. Of course. Well, now, Jesse, you think you were a peasant? Yep. And that was what made you a princess in this life. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Maybe, Mom, you treated her poorly, so now you have to treat her like a princess. Oh, I don't know maybe. about that, but. <laughs> I treat I've treated all of you like a princess. Even Jordan. Jordan gets treated like a princess. Yeah. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan got pre- treated like the king. Okay, let's wrap this up, guys. Yeah. Hey, by the way, because you know I didn't say it. Like, share, subscribe. Right. Oh, like, and we are finally on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Ooh. 
Wow. I I remembered as I was setting us up why it took me so long to do it because it is infuriatingly long tasks to do. And it's just a lot of stupid stuff that Apple makes you do. Oh. So, but we are finally on Apple Podcasts. Oh, so so you, you can listen to us there. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I do think we'll see a lot of viewers from there. Yes. Yeah. Because awesome. a lot of people have the Apple phones. So. Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. You can have Apple you know, iPad or uh, Apple Podcasts without um, having an Apple phone. That oh. too. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Or vice versa. Right, you don't know. have to listen to Apple Podcasts. Cool. But so we're on any kind of podcast. We're on everything now. Anything you can think of, you can oh, find you us so listen or watch. You are so good. Watch us on YouTube. Find us on any podcast channels. Yep. Awesome. There okay. you go. And if you have questions or comments, email us at thought at gmail.com. Make sure to like, cool. share, and subscribe. And if we'll you see how that's to, done, Dad. <laughs> and if you want us to, that is your job now. Over age, <laughs> um, make sure to click that, that like button, subscribe. Let us know because we'll we'll look it up for you. We'll cover it for you on this podcast. All right, yay! Okay, all right, guys. Thanks for stopping in. Appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Alexa played the famous school of thought.